Greetings. Welcome, sharps, newbies, and squares. It's yet another edition of Play On with Jory and Harley. I'm Jory. He's Harley. If you're watching somewhere, whether it be Facebook Live or Twitter, uh, or you're watching it after the fact, YouTube. There's YouTube. also YouTube Live. I don't, yeah. Lots of places to see us live, and we are always powered by PointsBet, the official sports book of Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. They may want to rethink that after last night. NBC, and so much more. It is uh, an NFL week number six, an NBA season preview of sorts. Uh, we may talk baseball playoffs, hockey. I mean, it's it's everything is on with the NBA due to tip off on Tuesday. Then truly, arguably the busiest time on the sporting the, calendar. The equinox, they call it, right? When they're all going at the same time. It happens for about a week in April and a week in October. Right. Right, exactly. When everything's happening, well, we're right in the middle of it. We are coming to you live as we do each and every Thursday from the bottom line on Front Street in downtown Toronto, which is literally, literally, excuse me, right beside the Hockey Hall of Fame and Harley's go-to spot for wings. You may partake later. I will 100%. There's no locks in sports betting, but there are locks in eating, and I guarantee you... I'm having wings and a beer in about an hour and 10 minutes from now. You will be, you are always welcome to come down and say hi, enjoy the wings, the drinks, the great atmosphere. It'll be buzzing tonight with the Leafs home opener in a couple of hours. We always start at 510 Eastern on Thursday. So what else is going to happen on today's show? As I said, we'll run through week number six in the NFL, give you some things to think about for the upcoming NBA season. As I said, it tips off on Tuesday night with two games. The Raptors were always partial to our hometown teams here in T.O. I think they go on Wednesday. They do. They're opening up at home there. I think they're a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Last I checked on points, but to the Cavs. Good opener. Yeah, these, very good. These two teams are fighting. I mean, they could be fighting for playoff positioning. Cleveland jumped them with uh, the recent trade in terms Donovan of... Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, in terms of kind of expert analysis. But we'll get into that soon. Yeah, uh, the baseball playoffs have been a lot of fun, unless, of course, you're a Jays fan or a fan of another already eliminated team. I was at that game. You know the prices dropped like a rock for that Saturday game after the Friday after loss. You were at the Friday game. I And then I went again Saturday. Oh, you did? The prices dropped like a rock. My dad ponied up tickets for, like, the whole family. We sat in, like, Section 130 for, like, 60 bucks. Like, the, the prices went below cost. And so you had to watch that? I mean, in person, the first three and a half hours was amazing. The last <laughs> half an hour was, I mean, th that collision was like a train wreck. There will probably be some hockey talk as well. And we're back to two guests this week. Corey Travers will be by the head trader of Points Bet Canada. He'll make his weekly visit with Name a Bet. And we're going to ask him about the NBA, uh, NFL, including the Thursday Nighter, which we'll cover. And Teddy Greenstein will be along. We missed him last week, the senior editor and player development manager for PointsBet USA and the head honcho at the Hustle newsletter. He will also be by. Um, I want to remind people we can have a gambling story. You went off on a tangent last week. Do you have anything this week just to warn me because you threw that out of left field a week ago? Well, I just came back from Vegas and I was at the Responsible Gambling Conferences and uh, G2E, the big global gaming expo. We'll ask you about that in a sec. What we won't do is break down every NFL game, but we will tell you what we like. I may highlight a few games that stood out for me, and there's always a theme to the games that I select. 
And I don't know what Harley's picks are, just so you know. He doesn't tell me ahead of time. So I may talk a little bit about games and Harley may not have a pick. I may. I haven't decided if I'm making a pick yet today or not. I took a break break last week because I've been not doing so great on the show. I haven't decided if I'm going to jump back in this week just yet. We want to hear from you always. You can get in touch with us on Twitter. I'm at Jory Middle, J-O-R-E-Y. I'll spot you the middle. Harley's at Sharp Edge Picks. Also, don't forget the uh, Points Bet Canada Twitter handle. And you can email us, playon at pointsbet.ca. Before we get into everything we want for this week, first we have to do a recap of last week's picks. And it wasn't pretty for you, Harley. No, it wasn't. I was up 3.02 units entering the week. I lost 1.1 units on Thursday night's Ryan prop yards in overtime. I was winning at the end of regulation. Yes, you were oh, in that in that wonderful Thursday nighter. Oh, it is what and it is. And it might be a repeat tonight. You you play on three days rest, and this is what you're going to get in the NFL. Why it, they don't just do a doubleheader on Monday nights to grab extra revenue instead of a Thursday night game is beyond me. Overtime's obviously the underbetters nightmare. I lost a quarter of a unit on my same game parlay. I lost a unit on Tampa losing their baseball series. I did win 1.15 units on the Phillies in their series. I lost 1.07 units on the Lions versus the Pats. They got crushed. They lost like 30 to nothing. And finally, 29, I think it was. Finally, I lost a half a unit on the Rams outline. Your Dallas Cowboys look what we're going to call regular season good. Yes. They'll disappoint and flame out in the playoffs, and you'll be scratching your head at the coaching and the management. Which is fun for everybody because they should be able to make the playoffs. They should be able to make the playoffs with a defense like this. I told you the key to the game was the Rams' offensive line is in shambles, and that showed itself to be true all game long. Stafford was just under siege, and they made a couple, right? They had a block punt. They had the strip sack fumble because the offense didn't do a whole lot. But again, Cooper Rush didn't turn the ball over. And so far, playing good D and not turning the ball over by Cooper Rush has been the formula for success. And it looks like it's going to be Cooper Rush again in the big Sunday night showdown against the unbeaten divisional rival Eagles, which are you going to have a pick on that game? No. Ah, come on. Now you can make a pick. All right. Ned, I lost 2.77 units for the week. Not great. I'm still up a quarter of a unit year to date. Considerably so, better than the down three plus units. We're going to turn it around this week. Maybe. And I and I will Maybe. guarantee you that Harley will still not have a bet over one unit if I had to guess. And I don't know this for sure because we talk about responsible gambling. And PointsBet in particular wants you to enjoy your gambling experience. But if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, please call I think I've been saying this wrong. It's the Connects Ontario helpline at 1-866-531-2600 or message PointsBet's amazing customer support and they will help you personally. I want to talk about responsible gaming because I went to the responsible gaming conferences at G2E. In Vegas, which is a big gambling trade show slash conference in Las Vegas that just wrapped up. Or is it still going today? It just wrapped up. Today's the last, maybe uh, the the last couple of suppliers are still around. 
I was very disappointed with the responsible gambling. The VPs at the big corporations. The seminar you went to? The seminar. The VPs at the big corporations are paying lip service to responsible gambling. They make $200,000 a year with a title that says VP of Responsible Gambling. I met one of them in a panel discussion, and I asked them if they try to share information or make it easier for self-exclusion. So if you choose to self-exclude from their casino, do they communicate it to the other rival big casino? Because if not, you could self-exclude. And he hid behind regulations and red tape and blamed the regulator. And it was funny because his rival corporation came up to me and said, no, this guy's an ass and he's full of shit. We've been trying to work with them. So if you're a big corporation putting lip service to corporate responsibility, social responsibility and responsible gambling, just fire the schmuck. Like if the gig well, is up, so, if you care about it, great. And if you don't care about it, no problem. Just say we're here to gouge you, but don't fake a guy at 200 grand a year and then make an ass out of everything. So I, I asked, I speculated last week that my guess was you probably weren't going to learn a lot at the seminar. Did you learn anything? That, I mean, the researchers are clueless. Like where we're getting the data from, from academia. They, there was a guy talking about big wins and he wanted to show how psychologically, if you have a big win early in your sports betting life, it'll kind of make you more addicted. And he defined a big win as any time where your payout's three times more your wager. And I'm thinking there's guys- But if who, you wear, wager 10 bucks- And not worse, if you bet 10 bucks on like five different, like three team parlays, you win one for set, six times your money, you lost on the day and you hit it. So it's like in this guy, pure academia. So the money's just being wasted and it's not, they, they don't have sports betters, knowledgeable guys connected to the business, talking to them, unfortunately. So, so there wasn't really a lot to glean from your day at the responsible be, gaming seminar. Besides that, if my goal was to wreak havoc with the industry, I mean, the loopholes and the stupidity and the bureaucracy was just ridiculous. All right. I wanted to pick up on our discussion that we had last week through the semi-quarter poll of the NFL season. What the heck do we know, don't know, trust? But... We've got Teddy on the line. Am I right about that, Jordan? So awesome. let's let's put in the uh, the old earphone so we can hear Teddy and say good Thursday afternoon to Teddy Greenstein, the senior editor and playoff player development manager at Points Bet USA and the chief bottle washer, as I like to say, <laughs> at the Hustle newsletter, which I just got in my inbox and quickly read before the show. So I will want to ask you about your pick for tonight's game in your hometown or, or yeah. know, right. But we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Are you going to the game, Teddy? I am going to the game points. Ah, there you sweet. go. Sweet. We're uh, entertaining some VIPs. So uh, I'm headed out there shortly after this interview boys. Good and, to see you though. It's a rough and, life. It's a rough life. You lead Teddy. Yeah. And your exactly. one wish is that the game is marginally better than last Thursday <laughs> nights, right? Well, it's asking so little. I mean, it's like <laughs> yeah. asking my kids to come home. Guys, will you please promise me that you'll get at least D's on your report card because the F's are really driving me crazy. Yeah, last week was an abomination, so, Teddy, especially for those last who week, had the Broncos minus three and a half. You had the Broncos minus three and a half last week? I did, sadly. Like my, my condolences. So you Thank were not you. covering for a single second in the 65 plus minutes, right? Because it was just, I think it was six nothing. Wasn't was it, it six, six nothing at one point? Oh. It might have been. Look at Harley. Harley off a tough week talking smack. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I, I see. I, 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 I don't know. There's, there is no 
hold back from Harley ever. Just get that into your brain, Teddy. Harley, by the way, I, I think the lock of the entire last week was Josh Jacobs over his receiving total on Monday. I went huge on that. Jay Croucher loved it. A lot of people went to town on that, my man. You sh- that, that should have been a full unit play for you. Well, I, I, I was actually in Vegas for that game, and uh, it's crazy to watch because the fans have embraced the team, right? Like you see you see the, the blackjack dealers and the waitresses literally pausing between kind of dealing hands or something when there's a fumble <laughs> to decide what's going on because they have – they're well, yeah, there's TVs it's now like a on trans- the floor throughout the casino. Right. I know, but it's Vegas. Like, the blackjack dealer probably grew up in Chicago, and the waitress grew up in Minnesota, and yet right. they're rallying it's around a- the team that's been there for, like, three months and is, I mean, in tough shape in that division. All right, very quickly, Teddy. Harley and I yeah. had a discussion last week where, you know, four weeks is traditionally the quarter pole of the NFL season. Yeah. Obviously, now there's 17 games, so there is no easily – definable mathematical quarter pull. But having said that, it was funny. So the way I posed the question was like, what do we think we know? And, and sort of the caveat being like, who do we trust in Mm. terms of good teams or teams we know are awful? We don't have to spend a ton of time, but last week Harley told me that despite the giants being three and one, that they suck. Well, we may have to revise that a little bit. Just quickly, are, is there anything that you think you know at this sure. point in the season? Well, I, I am a native New Yorker. The Giants and Jets suck uh, much less than we suspected. The yeah. Jets uh, put, it, uh, put it on Miami last week as a, as a home dog. That was nice. I think the Eagles, a lot of us expected them to have a surge. They kind of won the offseason, and now we're seeing it. We're seeing Jalen Hurts. You know, moving into like plus 700 territory as MVP. Nick Sirianni is the favorite for coach of the year. That's been a very nice story. We'll see how the Dallas game goes. And then, you know, the Bills, really, really good. Josh Allen is sensational. But I think the story of the NFL is just how still equal everything is. That a team like Jacksonville can surge up and win almost any week. And then a team like the Bengals that were the second best in football uh, last year can lose any week. Yeah, I, I've been saying this for a long time with kind of the Patriots being the outlier because of this the just ongoing incredible success that they had that it for the most part it's a week to week league. Yeah. And that's not an injury comment. That's literally the results. Our each team is virtually week to week. All right. Are you an NBA fan with the season about to tip off on Tuesday? Uh, are you a big basketball fan? Jory, I love the NBA, and I was going to put in some research today on some team totals and mismake the playoffs, and the hustle got a little delayed. So my apologies. (laughs) You're going to have to hold off on that. One thing we are doing this week is uh, the Bulls are like minus 135 to make the playoffs, and we were able to boost that to plus 100. But with the caveat that you actually have to show up on Saturday when I interview Sean Marion at one of our locations at Crestwood. So you have to fly in a midway and then come out to Crestwood <laughs> to jump on this plus 100 Bulls to make the playoffs. And Teddy, just to clarify, I got this clarification from Corey a couple of days ago. The make the playoffs definition is you're part of the final 16. So play-ins or not play-ins, you got to survive the gimmicky right. parts, right? So. That's right. I actually won on Cleveland to miss the playoffs last year. I think at one point I got that at, I don't know, plus 500, plus 600, and and they started slumping, and and we're not one of those final 16. 
Right, they got injured. They had injuries. Yeah, they had a ton of injuries at the end of the year and didn't make it through the play-in. Before we let you go, I did get a quick look at the hustle, uh, Teddy, and I see you have a play for tonight's uh, Thursday nighter. I, I do. This is one of those where I'm just not going to overthink it. I did that last Thursday. Every Everything was screaming to take the under in that yeah. Colts-Broncos game. I didn't. I'm not going to make the same mistake. I'm going to be the guy in the points bet suite rooting against offense tonight, rooting for defense and three and outs and punters. Uh, I just think there's too much anecdote, you know, too much history here in terms of the unders. You guys probably know this. Thursday night unders, 27 and 2 with a total of 40 or below. And when it's 37 wow. and below, it's even more dramatic. So Thursday night unders hit. These are two terrible offensive teams. I think the the best skilled player on the field is Terry McLaurin. So under 38 is uh, is my play tonight. It's tough to go under those low totals, but it, and it takes it takes some cojones. But sounds like you got them, Teddy. I got the cojones. It's windy out. Justin Fields will throw for you know a massive 147 yards, and uh, the final score will be something like 17-14. He was over 200 last week, and if but if I'm not mistaken, I think I saw he's got like like 51 completions on the season, which is staggering he's in today's NFL. Staggeringly low. I think he has as many completions as Cooper Cup has catches. I think that's what I saw. Right. Yeah, I think actually best. Cooper Cup has more than uh, than bear receivers anyway have catches. Finally, uh, anything else? We don't talk a ton of college football on the show, yeah. but do you have a, do you have a college uh, football pick for us this week? Well, guys, it's like the best week for college football all year. There, there's there's three matchups of teams that are five and zero or better, and that hasn't yep. happened in decades. So it's really really good. You right, know, you got Bama, Bama, Tennessee. Yeah, um, the Michigan Penn State, Michigan is going right. to be really good. So those are the games I'm going to be watching. I'm I'm definitely liking Tennessee. I was able to get Tennessee plus seven and a half. I know everybody is scared to bet against Nick Saban in Alabama, but um, you know we don't really know about Bryce Young. If Bryce Young doesn't play, I think Tennessee could be a couple touchdowns better than Alabama. You know, my best play right now is Michigan State plus seven and a half over Wisconsin. Michigan State is a good, a pretty good home team historically, having a lousy season, but I think right now the Badgers overvalued. So uh, jumping on Sparty at uh, plus seven and a half at home. Well, Teddy, enjoy the game tonight. Thanks for the time and the knowledge and the picks. We'll wish you luck and uh, enjoy rooting for the under tonight at Soldier Field. Thanks. You guys owe me some Tim Hortons. I plan on cashing in at some point. Have a tremendous uh, afternoon and evening. Thank you. That's Teddy Greenstein with his semi-regular visit. Teddy, of course, is the senior editor and player development manager at Points Bet USA and the head honcho at the Hustle newsletter. Uh, before we get to this week's games and then talk to Corey, Corey being Corey Travers, the uh, head trader at Points Bet Canada. The head honcho making the decisions. Anything you want to adjust from your comments last week about what we do or don't know to this point in the NFL season? I do you mean, want to revise your your theory on that you're not what, your the, theory the but the nfc east no but that mediocre? the giants really suck i mean i would guess the giants still suck i mean it's a quarterback league and they don't have a quarterback so i mean they'll make <clears throat> for a little while longer maybe who knows um i can i'm not ready to is, say that the giants are a playoff team just so you know because i i don't disagree I, i'm not convinced that daniel jones is a, a franchise quarterback 
But what I will say about the Giants is they are a great example right now of why coaching matters, right? Brian Dable, former offensive coordinator for the Bills, who they brought over this year to be their head man, mm-hmm. he seems to be making a big difference. The defense statistically is in the middle of the pack, but they're making plays. Saquon has been a huge difference maker for them, but they literally have no wide receivers and their quarterback runs better than he passes. So I'm not ready to anoint them a playoff team just yet, but you have to give them credit. They're four and one. You know who their one loss to was, though? Dallas. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I can tell <laughs> you this had to much. throw that in there. The Bills are obviously playing in KC this week. If the Bills win that game, the Bills will become an overwhelming favorite to win the Super Bowl and the team to beat by far. I still think they're the best roster. They are the by the numbers for sure. When if, healthy. If not, uh, it'll be viewed more as a mixed bag. Yeah, no, this is a big game. And uh, uh, it's, it's unfortunate that it's not a primetime game, but it is a 425 kickoff. We'll mm-hmm. get to the late games in a bit. All right. Time to take a look at this week's NFL sked. As always, we start with the early games. Here's what stood out for me, Harley. There are eight games, one o'clock Eastern kickoffs. Five are home dogs. Again, more home dogs. And so the four, I've picked four games, just, you know, it's what I do. All four are home dogs. Okay. Minnesota. The four and one Vikes at Miami to take on the three and two Dolphins. Yeah, but that's just a quarterback injury thing. They're what on the third starter. We don't know yet if Bridgewater will go. It doesn't look like it's Bridgewater's be not going. Tua. What Miami managed to do with their stupidity with the concussion and the limping is ensure that if their next quarterback stubs his toe, he's going into concussion protocol. Skylar Thompson is that who their third? Well, that's who. Is? Yeah, that's who played last week okay. when when Bridgewater got hurt on the first drive. Vikings three-point pick down from three and a half earlier, 45 and a half to the total. How about the three and two Baltimore Ravens at New York, New Jersey technically, to take on the four and one Giants? Ravens are a six-point favorite on the road. The total's 45. The Bengals are two and three. They're at the two and three Saints, so identical records. Bengals are the two-point favorite with a total of 43, and there's been Bengal money of late because that was one and a half last night. And then the Tampa Bay Bucks take their three and two record to Pittsburgh to take on the stumbling Steelers, who are at one and four, and the Bucks are an eight and a half point favorite, total 45. Any of those or the other early games make your slate? No. Why? Nothing early out of eight games. No, I listen. I'm coming. You're not off, looking at any of these home I, doggies. I'm coming off a bad week. I mean, the home doggies. Miami's got a third string quarterback. I mean, the Giants suck. I don't like taking favorites, and I'm not betting them. Uh, who was the third one? The Saints. Saints home to the Bengals. Yeah, I I Pittsburgh. I considered. Michigan. And remember now, it looks like it's still Andy Dalton. Winston, Jameis Winston's status is unknown, and Taysom Hill went off last week. Right. He didn't play quarterback, really did in the Wildcat a couple times. But, right, three touchdowns, a passing touchdown, best game of his career. Can't expect that to repeat. Um, so none of those. All right, so before we get to the late games, I was going to give the numbers before, but I wanted to jump right into it. Here are the numbers for through week five. Unders, dogs, yeah. Home teams, which I talked about last week, mm-hmm. being just over 500. Eight and eight straight up last week. They're still just three games over 500. 
The dogs won again last week, Harley. Yes, they and did. convincingly, 10 and 6. 46, 31, and 3 against the spread. That's almost 61%. Again, some of these numbers can change a little bit depending on the closing lines you're looking at. Home dogs did have a losing week, two and three, but still 18, 13, and two, 58.1% on the season. The totals, again, unders, five straight weeks, nine and seven, 47, 32, and one, almost 60% unders. Dogs and unders, right around 60% through five weeks. That's intriguing. And here's some bonus numbers for you. Primetime games. You heard Teddy talk about all the Thursday night unders when the total's under 40. This year, there's one game missing. I think it was a push. The unders are 11 and 4 in the primetime games, Thursday, Sunday, Monday. And how about divisional games? The unders are 20 and 7. Yeah, but that's a meaningless number because then. That's 74%. No, I understand. So then what's unders in non-divisional games? What was the record of the unders that you just quoted? 47, 32, and 1. Okay, so if you take out the divisional games, the unders are 500. So let's just say that. Ooh, bet overs in non-divisional games, and you're above not, 500. You're not just, that simple. Yeah, of but, course it is. You're just cherry-picking no, no, numbers. I, what the fuck's a divisional game versus a non-divisional game for an under? Because, when because did you come up with that stat? Besides that it's games, 7. Divisional games in the NFL are different, they, they and they should be looked at and treated differently. They, they are? are? Yes. Oh, totally. No, they are. So, divisional games... You, did you wrench in divisional games when you gave me your slate of 1 o'clock? So non-divisionals, or you don't even know? What no, the, I know. What are the divisional games this week? Well, the one, none of the early games that I talked about are divisional games. I think I there's, there's five, four or five. Week. Well, Let's Dallas see. Phillies won. Okay, so that's going to be a Indy tighter. Jacksonville's another. Is that, so that's going to be tighter because it's a divisional game? Again. Is that your statement on the 20 and 7? We could just bet. No, unders. no, I'm not saying just bet unders. I'm just giving you the number. I, I want to see where there's but divisional I, games. But when you handicap. Yeah. Do you not look at divisional games a little bit differently? No, no, not when it's really five or six. Maybe if it's the. I'm not talking. I'm talking in general. I like the total. I like it in the playoffs when it's the third time a right. team is meeting. Beca more because it's the third time it's meeting, That's not because right. geographically they're in the division. Like the Monday nighter. Oh, like should we just hammer the under because it's that's a divisional one? Broncos well, Chargers. Well, it's the Broncos, and it's prime time. Yeah. So is, does that become a double negative that turns out to a positive and it's then you a, bet a it over? Trend. How does that work? You can take the numbers know. for what it's worth, Harley. I'm just giving you the numbers. Okay, so basically if you bet overs in non-divisional games this year, you'd be in good shape. You might be. Now, there you go. So let's promote that. We'll keep an eye on that trend. I'm just giving you the numbers. You can do with them what you like. All right, so let's talk about the late games now. All right? Pretty good slate of primetime games. There's an awesome one at 4 o'clock on Fox. The Panthers and the Rams. Oh, I've got that one. The Panthers are 1-4 and four yes, with a are. new head coach. With a new head coach. And a new quarterback. Yeah. Because uh, oh, Baker's hurt, which might be a good thing. Darnold's still out. It's P.J. Walker who will get the start for the 1-4 and four Panthers with Steve Wilkes as their interim head coach. Matt Rule's gone. They're at the... Uh, Super Bowl champion Rams, who are at two and three. The Rams are a 10-point favorite with a total of 41. I like the Panthers in that one, and I'm ah, taking the Panthers okay. plus 10. I'm risking 1.07 units to win a unit. 
I like the teams the first week after firing the coach. They rally behind them. They play hard. Football's a hustle sport. They go after the loose balls. The Rams are obviously pretty putrid looking and would be happy to get away with a win. I don't think the Rams have done anything to justify being a 10-point favorite. They've done – they I have not done Saban anything to justify and Bama would, could be, would be a 10-point dog to that And I'll, I'll, I'll add something to your little uh, handicapping bit. The one thing the Panthers do well yeah. is their defense is solid. Yeah, they're in games. They just can't 100%. score 100%. They cannot points. score. But when you get 10 points – and you could play some defense. Yeah, you're in pretty good I shape. Remember the Ram offensive line we talked about. So yeah, that's so tune into that game at four o'clock because that's the game everybody's going to be wanting to watch at four o'clock, right? You mean not the one at four twenty-five between the four and one Buffalo Bills at KC to take on the four and one Chiefs? You know, Mahomes has never been a home dog in forty-one games. That is correct, and he's been a dog eight times in his career. He's covered seven and pushed one. So he's never not covered a spread as a dog in his career. That's impressive. And That's a stat that counts for something. And KC has been getting the money. Because last night, the Bills, all week up until today, the Bills were favored by three. It's now two and a half. Uh, and I don't the total is 54. Three. I thought they opened them up closer to pick them or something in that one. Three. Corey? It was three. I saw three. It came out at three. I looked last night. It was three. I look as we came on to do this show, two and a half. Total 54. Total 54. We'll get Corey on in a minute. He is here. Um, the two prime timers, Harley. Yeah. My four and one Dallas Cowboys at Philly to take on the five and O Eagles for first spot in the NFC East. The Eagles nearly a touchdown favorite at six and a half. Totals 42. And then the Monday nighter, what the actual F. The Broncos again in prime time. Well, Can we please stop seeing the fucking Broncos? Yeah, but when the preseason schedule was said, nobody's like, Russell Wilson is going to look like an old man. And, and Russ stand. had a little surgical procedure, but word is he's going to play. Anyway, Broncos are By the way, the Chiefs did open as the favorite in that game. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the first opening lines came out, the Chiefs Opening lines one. like... Not, not like after Sunday, you mean? On October 9th. When was October 9th? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I look, when I looked it up, it was three. Anyway. Sorry, that was before, that came out before the Chiefs game on Monday right. night. So the Broncos are two and three. They're at the three and two LA Chargers. Chargers are a five point favorite, and the total is 46. I'm just so you've, you've, oh, are, you've taken the Panthers. Any thoughts on Bill's Chiefs? You just thought that there's value maybe in the Chiefs. No, no, no. I don't think there's value in the Chiefs. I think the Bills are the best team in uh, in the NFL, and it is what it is. Like, and they they have revenge on their minds. Remember the divisional game from a year yeah, ago. I, they I, better I, hope. So that does they, that mean Mahomes is going to lay? Like, like who's? Do you, do you think everybody on both sides of the ball are going to be geared up to play in this game? Yes. 100%. So what? Revenge? Not revenge? I mean. I'm just checking to see if there's going to be baseball on a Monday night because I do not want to watch the Broncos play. Uh, well, oh, there'll be the game fives of the, either the Yankees or the Astros series. So if either well, there of those will be a game five. No, no, it's a, oh no, no, oh, no, no. On, oh right, there may not be a game five. No, no, in the no, Astros no. Series. There might not even well, be Seattle game fours this afternoon. Do we know where things stand? In yeah, that now one? they're losing three two. I think oh, it's they three two Houston. Yeah, they must have just given up two runs. So we'll see. All right. Um, Let's now uh, welcome in. Come on over, Corey, fresh from vacay. 
because he wasn't here last week. Yeah, he looks tanned. I, I did get tanned. Yeah. Where were you? Uh, Hawaii. Hawaii. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Where in Hawaii? Uh, Kona, Big Island. Ah, very yeah. nice. Very nice. Wow, they must pay you well over at Points Bet <laughs> Canada to be taking vacays in Hawaii. Did we're they jealous. fund the trip? Yeah. Uh, no, not at no. all. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Did they? Uh, how was Hawaii? You yeah, it was unreal. You know, just a lot of water was stuff. It your you first know, time? first time there. Uh, you know, I've been. It's people incredible. say nice things about Hawaii, oh, and incredible. I can see why. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. All right, Corey Travers is here, head trader at Points Bet Canada, for his weekly visit. Let's talk first. Name a bet. Yeah. So the name of bet for tonight is: Will both Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews score a goal in the first two periods of the Leafs' home opener against the Caps? Puck drop in about an hour and a half. What's the line? We got the line of uh, plus seven thirty-five, I believe. Uh, so that's yeah, both. So how do you come up? Like, how do you calculate that? That's uh, that's just derived from basically the the chances of each either of them to score. Right. Uh, and then that's parlayed together. There is like a, a very slight correlation there, but hardly at all because they do play on the same line. They play on the same power play. Same. It's not like they can't score together. They can't score together. Right. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just basically to score a goal in the first two periods, about two thirds, the price or two thirds, the implied probability of to score a goal in the whole game. So that's, that's how we come out with that line there. The right. Leafs for those that don't know, were uh two and a half to one favorite last night in Montreal and yeah. lost. Yeah. They're better than two to one favorite tonight against a banged up caps team. They are. Yeah. They're, uh, they're very big favorites again. I mean, uh, it's not just in Ontario. A lot of people think that just in Ontario you can't get lines on the Leafs. That's anywhere. Like right. the Leafs are priced to be one of the strongest teams in the league. This yeah, season. second to what, Colorado. Yeah. So was there a line for tonight's game prior to last night's result, or no? Uh, there was some like preliminary lines out there. Uh, we did not have lines on site in, until the game was actually over. The reason I ask that is, would would the Leafs become a bigger favorite coming off the loss last night? Right. Would would you think that? Uh, it would it would have a pretty minor effect, uh, yeah. to, to really hardly any effect at all. Uh, I mean, a, a big thing would be if you didn't know who the starting goalie was going to be, something like that. Uh, but like when you can accurately guess who the starting goalie is going to be, uh, it's not really a big deal. Um, I mean, obviously there's no major injuries in the game. Um, those are the well, types the Caps have some guys out, Sorry, but, yeah. they, but they were they're not new injuries, right? Right, right. Backstrom, Meaning, Wilson. Yeah, no they, injuries at the least occur last night right because Washington and yeah. Washington played last night as right, well right um okay how about tonight's football game yeah uh I looked last night and the commanders were a, a half point favorite right I looked just before we started today and they're up one and a half so are you seeing right. a lot of Washington money we've actually seen more Chicago money than Washington money uh, now, it's not about the total amount of money. It's about where the money's coming from. Right. So it's sharp money on uh, Chicago? On Chicago? speaking, yeah. Or, or I mean, sorry, on Washington? On Washington, yeah, yeah. That pumped uh, the line? Yeah. So, like, Chicago's just a more popular team in general. Uh, you're always going to naturally see a little bit more money on the Bears versus the Commanders in that matchup. Uh, so that's not necessarily uncommon that you would see more money on the Bears. But that doesn't necessarily t tell you a lot. It's, it's more where the money's coming from. Okay. Other than Teddy... Who yeah. didn't bet at points bet Canada because he's in the U.S. Of course, yeah. Is anybody betting under? There are it's people a betting under. It's a it's 38 a very low total. Under. It's also a Thursday night football game, which have gone under a lot, yeah. as you mentioned. 
Um, we have seen more money on the over, though. Like, if we're just talking about where the money is going, there's more on the over. I mean, it's really hard to go under 38, but these two teams are willing to try and probably do pretty well. Washington's actually moved the ball well. Like, yeah. Carson Wentz's passing yardage numbers are pretty good. He just, you know, has that penchant for making a terrible, gross mistake at the wrong time that usually prevents them from scoring points, Yeah. i.e. the end of the game last week, if you watched it. Uh, what, right? They drove down the field and had four cracks at a touchdown against Tennessee, and he threw a pick. Um, okay, we're going to talk about the NBA in a moment. Do you have any real exposure when it comes to futures or team win totals? Yeah, the thing, I mean, obviously, it won't be surprising to say that the most exposure we have is on the Raptors. Raptors so that's course. relatively speaking. Like, the, the thing about the NBA is you don't <coughs> generally see a ton of action on uh, preseason lines relative to, like, the NFL or anything like that. Or not preseason, but, like, like futures. futures lines uh, before the season starts. Like, NBA is a lot gets really popular once it starts, but it kind of sneaks up on people a little bit. I don't know if it's the timing of the season, but uh, it does. You don't see quite as much buildup as you do to the NFL, and it's a similarly popular league. And are you seeing any action on uh, like any of the other options to bet in terms of season-long wagers? Right. Uh, yeah, just not. We haven't seen like a ton of money on anything yeah. outside the Raptors right now, or really any. We we do keep our futures up season-long for the NBA. So we will start to see a lot, like early in the season, someone gets off to a hot start. We can bet that that team is going to see a lot of action on their like live win total over the season or live to win the Larry O'Brien trophy odds. Um, but yeah, just, we haven't seen a huge flood of people betting on the NBA, even with the season less than a week away. Well, it's a crazy season in the NBA. Nobody's even five to one to win the title. It's I like know. unheard of. Like, yeah. remember, we went through years where the Bulls or the Lakers or LeBron were like, yeah. even money or we used the to Warriors yeah, during the, the, yeah, the yeah, right? Warriors. We used to have it. If you could pick two teams and I got the field, you were a huge favorite. Now you give anybody who thinks they know anything three teams and you're the favorite even well, four and you look at the win totals if, if i'm not mistaken yeah. i think the highest win total is like 54 and a half yeah like yeah because nobody cares anymore you just wanted the goals to make the playoffs there's no fighting for first the goal is to finish for six sure. right if you finish six you don't play in the elimination games and there's no headaches and you're just happy in a way the raptors used to win 50 games every year for like a six-year yeah. stretch and so like 54 and a half that's the best team in the league I mean, someone will obviously surpass well, it, but we don't know who it is exactly yet. Yeah, and the yeah. talent has been a little more well distributed. The yep. East has gotten stronger, right? The West dominated for so long. So, yeah, it's it's a curious season and really wide open. Um, with the Jays being eliminated, yep. quick baseball question, has the uh, – the handle, the amount of wagers you're seeing on the baseball playoffs dropped? We do. Uh, we still see a pretty good chunk of handle on Yankees-Guardians games. Uh, the Yankees do move the needle, uh, even here in Ontario. Obviously, in other points bet jurisdictions, the Yankees move the needle more than anybody. Right. Uh, locally, like, sure, it does. Yeah, we took a handle drop from the Jays not being in it. We saw most of our handle locally from the Jays games. All right. And finally, uh, anything we need to know about uh, the rest of the NFL slate? I know it's only Thursday, but... Any exposure, any, you know, anything we need to be aware of? Um, I mean, it's one of those things. Obviously, the Bills are, are seeing a, a bunch of bets. It's not like it's not lopsided money because the Chiefs are a really good team, too. That, that game is getting a lot of interest for this early in the week. Like I said, every time pretty much on this podcast, we see a lot of late action on the NFL. Of course. Um, but I, I'm, I'm that way, too. Yeah. I, I make most of my bets Sunday. 
right. I want to see up-to-date injury reports, yeah. right? All, you know, weather, all those things are going to factor in. A, a, a lot of the bets early in the week are guys you have to keep an eye on. Because Sharp they, guys they seeing a line the that line they like, themselves. right? Yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, that that's that's we're circling that on our calendar as like a really, really big game. Everyone's keeping a close eye on that, you know, making sure there's nothing goes wrong in that game because there's going to have so many eyes on it from a betting perspective. Um, but yeah, um, pretty much business as usual in the NFL. We're into week six now and the train's rolling. Absolutely. All right, Corey, you're looking good. Thanks. Cool. Uh, we Thanks missed you last week. Great to be back. Guys. Good to see you. It's fun to be here. Thanks. Corey Travers, the oh. head trader, numbers cruncher at PointsBet Canada. And a horrible poker player. You see that grin? It's good to be back here. Dude comes back from Hawaii to You're deal with us. Out? You're calling him out? Good to be back here. No, he's miserable. He's back to work already. He's back he's, to work he's, already. He's, he's a workhorse. Yeah. And we might even catch him in the wind numbers. behind us already. He's going to be on his phone crunching Guys numbers on. Guys on. as he heads back to the office. All right, let's talk a little bit about the NBA season ahead. Yeah. Season tips off two games Tuesday. Wraps Wednesday at home to Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Here's, here's. I'm not going to go through all the different numbers, but to win the title, as you talked about, and these are points bet numbers. Yeah, there's five teams, right? You got five. Celtics teams are the favorite the yeah. at plus six hundred, six to one. Warriors and Clippers. That's the Kawhi factor, right? Yeah. At well, plus six fifty. Damn awesome! He won us a championship. Milwaukee. Plus seven hundred, Brooklyn at plus seven fifty. I, I don't get that. Then the Suns at plus one thousand or ten to one, Philly at fifteen to one, and then the Lakers and the Heat are eighteen to one or plus eighteen hundred. If you're wondering, the Raps are plus four thousand or forty to one. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you, I think there's might be a little bit of value there. Are the you, Raptors? Yeah. They don't have a superstar making no. winning in the NBA. I mean, can you name a team that's won an NBA championship in the last 30 or 40 years without a superstar? Because the only one that ever comes to mind is that Pistons team that upset the Lakers with Wallace and Billups, etc. So, I mean. A team. A real team. A real no team. superstar. Awesome team. So great that's, defense. That's the only model that you could use. 40 I, I would agree. I, yeah. Because I guess, you know, the Mavs, but they had Dirk. Right? No, no, 100%. You can't name anybody. But Dirk was a superstar. 100%. Yeah, no happen. argument. It's it's rare. It's almost impossible unless you think they can pull off a blockbuster during the season. No, I, I, the thing about the Raps is, and I, and I think they're almost an experiment. Like Masai's conducting like some crazy. A real world human experiment where if I clone a player and I no, make no, five no, of the same that. guy no, no, I don't mean and that. I have him running around with 6'10 wingspans, can I stop Teams. I think, and I'm so glad you brought up that those Pistons, the Pistons that won a title, I think got to a final too, right? Back-to-back -back years, maybe? Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he, not that he's trying to replicate that, but I think he sees that you can win that way. And I think the way he's looking at it is, can Pascal take another step and maybe be, if not top 10 be very close. Can OG take that another step forward? Can they keep Fred healthy, right? Fred Van Vliet, because he broke down last year. That's a lot of cans, and then what? But, and then even if your stars all and And alive. Scotty Barnes, I don't think he's going to make a quantum leap this year. It's possible. But there's no reason to think why he can't be a little bit better 
So if you get incrementally better from all these key players, maybe they have enough. Maybe. I Again, at 40 to 1, I think they're undervalued. I'm not saying I'm going to tie up my money for the whole season and play them. I'd way rather take a team like Denver or Dallas or Memphis at 20, 22 to 1. So when they I, have real I wrote stars, down they Dallas have... and Memphis at 22 to 1 as definitely worth a look. Yeah, and then I would put Denver in that category at 20 to 1. I mean... All three of them have real superstars, not fake. And can Pascal step it up? Maybe wouldn't it be nice kind of thing? And the Nuggets are getting Jamal Murray back. I understand. Right? He didn't play at all last mm -hmm. year. Hopefully he can regain the form that we saw from him. Remember him in the bubble? Yeah. Like, he was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously they have a superstar mm -hmm. in the back-to-back -back MVP. Back-to-back I love when they showed. They, do you, have you ever seen the clip when he got drafted? He I was drafted so. in the middle of the second round. Right. During a Taco Bell commercial. They're like, Taco Bell commercial's on. And then they're like, wow, you were, we were on break. He ate 28 tacos at the time, right? Because he was a they, little Right. A I, little I mean, heavy. him as a kid was super heavy, chubby. Yeah, the, the Nuggets. Uh, the, the one, other, drafted the one other team that I wrote down, as you look at my notes here, that, you know, we're not looking at any of the favorites, no, no, no. right? Like, there's no value tying up your money that long unless you're getting a good payout. How about the Atlanta Hawks at 50 to 1? They have a real they have a superstar. Right. They and have a, a guy good, and some good I'm pieces around him. I'm giving him the ball with 10 seconds left. Trey Young in isolation. Is who you're talking about. And yeah. I ain't give, and that's the that's the issue with Pascal. Top 10, top 20, top 50. The bottom line is we're not calling an ISO play for Pascal with 10 seconds to go, trusting him to deliver. And we they want to be able to do that, and they might. Again, wants, hopes, wishes, dreams. The I way mean, he played the second half of last year. He still wasn't getting the ball in isolation to win a game with 10 seconds left. We had to draw a cute little. He's got to be that play. guy he's, for that. No, no. He's, he's got to be that guy for yes. them to be a true title contender. I agree. That's But he's not that guy, and we're not but a you, true title So you contender. think Atlanta, again, we're not. Nobody's. We're not making any plays here, but we are making little suggestions think, yeah. that you want to consider. Yeah, if you want to take a shot on Atlanta, I, I totally back that. They got to start. All right, the other options in terms of season-long bets that you can make a points bet are things like division winners. Mm -hmm. Does anybody? I don't. I don't even. Who pays attention to the I divisions no in the NBA? You, yeah, right, because because it it. It's you don't mean, make the playoffs it's that the way, right? Stupidest thing that they've been having. Playoffs based on the conference. I understand. I meaningless. Anyway, yeah. but you can bet them. Win totals, team win totals. Again, tying up your money for that long for that is not suggested. The Raptors, Raptors are like 47. 47 and a half. They and, won 48 last year. And them to make the playoffs is like minus 240 plus yeah. 200 or something. Make right? miss playoffs is another one. That's a fun one. You can find some value there sometimes. Uh, Teddy talked about that Maybe. Again, from last you year. Hold your money for that long. And then really there's player tough. totals, season leaders in, sp in specific statistical categories. And of course, the postseason awards, right. which again you can find value if you look hard enough. I guess if you know enough, I, I right. just don't know. Who so you're gonna bet to you have no MVP. official plays. I have no. I don't like tying up my money for months unless I find dogs I find good value in. If you're really married to one of those Dallas, Denver type teams, I mean, God bless you. Okay, you're still probably better off betting them before the playoffs and rolling it, but you never know. Let's talk about this fabulous Thursday night matchup. It's awesome. 
the two and or sorry, the one and four Washington Commanders at Chicago to take on the two and three Bears. The spread is currently Commanders as a road favorite of a point and a half. We've talked all about the low total of thirty-eight. You have a play. I well, you usually have a same game parlay on. Thursday I got a play. Night. I've got to take on this game. Okay, I like Washington. I think Ron Rivera's a. M- is an ass for throwing Carson Wentz under the bus. Yes, he did this week. And he sounded like such a moron when he explained that it was quarterbacking divisional play, like Daniel Jones sucks, Cooper Rush is mediocre, so I don't exactly understand what the hell he was talking about, and nobody called him out on it either. I he, d- he further he was on NFL radio the next day yeah. and, and had some more comments, and of course I'm paraphrasing, but he said, He's happy with Carson. He believes in him. He thinks he has the ability. But coming into a new system, it's taking him a little time, blah, 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 coach speak. But what he didn't say is, yeah, I hold my breath like anybody who bets on Washington with Carson Wentz as the quarterback because he will break your heart at some point. He can look good for 98% of a game, and he's got ability. He's got a good arm. He doesn't have a sore shoulder right now, right? He's got a good arm. He's mobile, but his decision-making at some point just, again, will break your heart. I'm happy he's in Washington as a Cowboy fan, right? I hope wish we played him every week. Anyway, you like the Commanders? I like Washington. I like Wentz. I just feel like it's a good spot. I expect more offense than everybody thinks after that snoozer last week. And now everybody just assumes it's going to be a snoozer. And I mean, the handicappers usually suck at their jobs. So I'll just reverse handicap. And I'll, You're going against that under trend, too, that you heard, that right? Right. It was what did Teddy say? It was like 27 and 27 two. two when if the, total the is under 40 on Thursday nights, that's a, not a small sample size. No, it's not. So my same game parlay is Washington. So hold on. Oh, it's just the same game same parlay? Same game parlay. Okay. Washington to win. Yeah. Wentz to complete at least 21 passes. Over 21 completions. And throw for two or more touchdowns. Whoa. So over one and a half touchdown yeah. passes. I'm just writing it down. No worries. I'm risking 0.2 units to win 1.1 units. And what's, sorry, it's, you're risking a quarter of a unit? 0.2 units to win 1.1 units. So it pays what? Five and a half to one or something plus yeah, five fifty plus five fifty. That was pretty good, quick math. For, and I'm not a math major. Hardly. I mean, I just said it paid five and a half to one. So maybe oh, you I, just oh, sorry, I didn't pay, hear that. Who knows? I was writing. You might have paid attention to that. I was writing. Two. Okay, fair enough. I did that in my head. Got it. We'll give your head the credits. And again, not a math major. Fair enough. Um, you go to broadcast school? Yes. Did you? Not math. No, there was no math. They, they didn't make you do that. They didn't make me do any math. Stats, just radio. Radio, TV, broadcast journalism. So it covers it all? Yeah. A lot of writing, little camera time, but I prefer radio. Face for radio. Face for radio. Airline for radio. Got it. I want to talk briefly before we go about the baseball playoffs. We t- Remember in our first show, we talked about sports we like, what we watch, these kind yeah, of yeah, things. Yeah. If you recall, I said baseball-wise, I'm a Jays fan now. I don't watch a lot of baseball. But the baseball playoffs, they've been pretty good. And they're always good. It's I, always good. The baseball playoffs are good. They're amazing. The regular season, that Sunday night baseball game when is torture to watch. I could care less about the Red Sox Never and the Yankees it. in June. Yeah. But 
But come baseball playoff time, I mean, I can watch any baseball playoff. Yes, game. and the ba- and the playoffs this year so far have, have been, been pretty good. awesome. Yes, they have been. Anything you want to? Any added plays for today? Whether it be baseball, college football, a hockey game, anything else that you're going to add to your slate for today? Yeah, I'm going back to my Phillies. Who my won you, only right? winner last week was them to win the series, and I'm going back to the Phillies plus 125 to beat the Braves. I'll risk a unit to win one in 0.25 They're units. tied one all if you didn't know. They're tied one all on the road. They're coming home. So they got their coveted split in Atlanta. There's also a weird dynamic now in the playoffs. Because Atlanta got a bye, they've already used their two aces. Right. But the Phillies haven't. Nola's going in game three. Right. Because so he pitched in the wild card. Because he pitched in the wild card. So Nola's going in game three. We got the Phillies playing the next two at home. I think there's a way better chance the Phillies win those two than the Braves win those two. Even if they split, I think the Phillies are sharp enough. They could find a way to win in Atlanta. The Phillies are 65 and 46 with their new manager. Fine Canadian. Canadian. Rob Thompson, who got a two-year extension. Yes, he did. Well-deserved. I mean, what's his name? Should have been doing this right now also. Schneider, except he didn't uh, manage the bullpen properly, panicked four or We're five not times. I'm, ju- I'm just annoyed. The truth is I'm mostly annoyed with the Hick management in Toronto that spends like a small market Cleveland franchise at the deadline. But anyways, I'm on the Phillies. Plus 125 to win the divisional series. I'm going to do a recap very shortly because as we wrap up. So you want me to do that now or you want to tell well, just betters any- to bet responsibly? I have no more bets. No more bets? No, I'm disciplined. Coming off a losing week, I bet less. All right. So it is your second reminder of the day, as Harley just alluded to. Points bet wants you to enjoy your gambling experience. But if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, please call the Connects Ontario helpline at 1-866-531-2600 or message PointsBet's amazing customer support and they will help you personally. All right, recap the picks. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting on the sidelines, although I do like your Panthers pick, but I'm not making it official. So I entered the week up a quarter unit. I'm coming off a bad week, as I suggested, so I'm slowing it down. Usually, I give about five plays. I only got three plays this week. Talk about responsible gambling. Tonight, I'm risking 0.2 units to win 1.1 units on a same-game parlay of a Washington win, Wentz to complete at least 21 passes, and to throw for two or more touchdowns. So, is the number there 20.5 completions? Is that what it is? Over 20.5? Yes. Right. Okay. I'm taking the Panthers in NFL action on Sunday, plus 10. I'm risking 1.07 units to win a unit. That's a 4.05 Eastern kickoff. And watch the entire three-hour game. Ignore Chiefs, Bills. It's all yeah, right. Panthers, Rams. And finally, I'm taking the Phillies. Tomorrow afternoon, evening is game three. Plus 125 to beat the Braves in their series. Again, risking a unit to win 1.25 units. All right, only three plays for Harley this week, and I'm sitting on the sidelines. I promise I will have at least one pick next week on the NFL, okay? You don't have to. No, no, I'm going to jump back in next week. I mean, I'll make my own plays on Sunday, I'm right? Sure, yeah. And if I do well, I will, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll pat myself on the back. And if I don't, I you no, just won't tell us. I will tell. I will. I will own up to it. I'm not that guy, okay? okay. If, if, if I, I will. Fair. Um, on the way out, Next week, 
will have everything going. NBA will be underway. Hockey, baseball playoffs continue. We might be into the uh, next the round. championship yeah, series we by into, then. We will be into the final four. And, of course, we'll have week seven in the NFL. On the way out, we have to say thank you. Our producer, Jordan LaRoche. Thank you, sir. Our great hosts here at the bottom line. Come down, check it out, say hi anytime. Right on Front Street in downtown T.O. next to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Harley's favorite wings. We're here each and every Thursday starting at 510 Eastern. We also say thanks to Corey Travers, the head trader of PointsBet Canada, and Teddy Greenstein from PointsBet USA and the head honcho at the Hustle newsletter. Check us out, Harley, on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. Reach out to us on Twitter at Jory Middle, at Sharp Edge Picks. You can also email us your questions, your comments, any and all of it. Play on at pointsbet.ca. And don't forget as well, follow PointsBet Canada on Twitter. And if you're in Ontario, download the app, open your account, and start playing. For Harley, I'm Jory. May all your picks be winners. Of course, ours too. We'll talk to you next week for another edition of Play On with Jory and Harley, powered by PointsBet. Good luck to you, Harley. Thanks, Troy. Have a good night.